I'm Michael Sean Harris, and you're listening to Mike's Moment Of, a weekly podcast in which I, along with my guests, share our various interests in moments of inspiration, truth, life, technology, culture, and more. I hope you're entertained and informed, and that you feel inspired to join me again and again in my Moments Of. So welcome uh, to another episode of Mike's Moment Of, and today uh, we're speaking with a friend, brethren, colleague, former student, all kind of something, uh, Shevan. Shevan, welcome. Well gone. Bless up. Well gone. Woohoo! Yeah, man. Glad yeah. You're here. Glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, sometimes we start from the beginning and we'll, we'll go, but I don't know if you want to do that. I want to start from wherever. And we can always do like flashbacks <laughs> yeah, man, as it becomes right. as it becomes appropriate. Um, <laughs> all right, so well, let's start where you are now. Um, Quiet Giants, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant song. But you have that song long time put on, and you just you just release it. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have even played a piece of it for you like long time, and I did just get it one at a time. It was yeah. like a few of them we had. Okay, um, for a while now, you know, it go like I think. Getting a lot of music, always getting ideas. Yeah. Oftentimes we forget some, mm-hmm. and then some of them we revisit it every now and again, and then some of them we we are on it, you know, we're trying to trying to complete them. And yeah. I've had like a few projects worth of songs. <laughs> yeah, but no, trying pro- to kind of just you probably yeah, yeah <laughs> trying to put it all together to see how it can be how yeah. it can be a project, you know. So this was one of them. So it's been around for a while, mm-hmm. and just give thanks that it's finally out, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and the timing is perfect. The timing is yeah. absolutely perfect. The timing, the timing for sure yeah. has, has been a, a great, played a great role in yeah. just how people are receiving. You know, yeah. But honestly, the sentiment though is timeless because I mean, there's always that's, those people, there's always those people that, you know, that there's unsung heroes kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, like, full stop. Like, that's been, that's been it. Like, when my sister, my sister speaks about the song in a whole different kind of way. Like, mm-hmm. she's a nurse. But like she grew up, she 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 grew me basically. Cause yeah. I don't know, my parents were working and overseas, yeah. and it was just her, you know. So it's like she take it a whole different kind of way, and because of that is like you realize that you realize the the time the timelessness of it, as you yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Just have a song like that, you know, just for for the ones who are unsung heroes, as you say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's really one of those songs that make you you, you ball when you think about it when you you know. <laughs> I swear, yeah. like writing, like getting the song, you know, as, as I said before, it's almost like an epiphany within myself, just an acknowledgement of the work that I've done, mm-hmm. that I never cared for glory for, you know, I never mm-hmm. cared for the glory. We were just, I, I was just doing it. And I always say we, because I'm always around people, whether it be yourself, mm-hmm. whether us doing work from believe and yeah, Mackie yeah. and try and like them time <laughs> mm-hmm. recording wise that is not even like the history before that but yeah. just how much we've done mm-hmm. for 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 the culture for music overall just playing our part mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not even wanting like yeah we're fine we're in the back we have our full black and mm-hmm. we'll keep it moving you know <laughs> um 
But then there are, there are, there are people, there are, there are persons who forever remember us and they hold us with, with high regards. And you know what I mean? Like, I give thanks for the one mm-hmm. or for the 1,000 yeah. or for the 1 million because it's the same for us. We just want to know that we make an impact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there are many people like that in different fields. True. But like, True. just getting the sound, it was just something that it, I like my breakdown driving in from from Mobe, just 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 being a vessel to an idea like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I can't rule the kingdom, but in the time of him, and that's all I had. Yeah. Just that question in their time mm-hmm. of me, who will the strong ones lean on? Yeah. Got yeah. people always, you know, it's like a thing that people are setting the boys. You're just always hopeful, and it's like for me, me not think so, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> if if my if my being is a blessing to you, then that means you know me I do what I need to do. So in that kind of way there is a timeless timeless song. Yeah. Give thanks that I was a blessing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I, I hope it goes everywhere it needs to go. Needs to, yeah. yeah That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you, bro, trust me. Yeah. So alright, so let's talk about the, the, the journey. Um Let's talk about the, the the journey in the music business in in this way, because you know there's many aspects of the music business, oh, and yeah. you're and you're involved in many aspects of it. But <laughs> like the, in, in, but most people don't even know that. Um, but in terms of like being an artist, being a you know, and I I, I don't know, I don't know if you've ever heard me. I, I hate when people say artist and you know the, uh-huh. I, I think that's just foolishness. So I mean, you're, you're, you're an artist. I think that's you know just. That is that that extra piece of fluff that don't mean nothing. So, <laughs> so, so, so being yeah. an artist, you know, um, when did that start for you? Because was it after Ed the Manly or was it before? Yeah. Um. So. Wow. Art for me started with like Vaseline and Dax empty cans. Right, as mm-hmm. a little youth, okay, taking taking a pencil or a pen and playing drums on them, right, right. So it was that to me, like as a little youth, Friday evening, mommy and sister them and auntie them might be there, some cousins might be there, them are worship because it's Sabbath, church the next day, and everybody is singing, and I'm just there as a little youth playing the hell and the heaven out of these two pencils. Mm-hmm. And the Vaseline can, and it started okay. to mean that just my appreciation of music and, and art, it started there for me. Okay. Um, so even 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 like growing up and doing more stuff with churches and traveling and singing, like other people, other person's songs, it was something that you know, mm-hmm. it it was still something that I knew that I'd allow myself to eventually start doing. Okay. Writing my own. My sister, one of my sisters, she used to sing a lot. So there was like a training there from her about how to sing, how to use my ears. And then there's mm-hmm. another sister who was like a writer. So she wrote a lot of poems. So from then it was just like, okay, cool. If I have these words, what kind of sound do I get from these words on paper? Right. Sing them. Mm-hmm. And from the singing, that, so that, that, kind of, that kind of relationship with word and song um, started to happen for me. Then Tasty, I won Tasty when I was like 10. Right. Um, did a lot of like nationwide stuff with Fab Five and Unique mm-hmm. Vision and that kind of around the country scene. All right. So when, when, when Tasty happened and you were doing that stuff, how, I mean, what, like what was going through your mind when you're doing these, these tours, these island tours and, and working with these musicians who are, who are you know, big grown men, you know, big, they've yeah. been in the business for a while. Like what, what was, what, what, Frame it for me. What was going on in your head, if you can remember? 
there was little to no fear working with the artists. Okay. Little to none. Like being in a space where I had other artists, there was little to no fear. That like at that point, ninety-six, ninety sorry. Nine, <laughs> ten years old. <laughs> you, you don't want to put in a, in a year. You know. Yo, I swear, it's so hard to not tell the years. But yeah, nine, ten years old, no no fear, really. Until, like, like high school experiences now with JCDC. And, like, it was after that, after that tasty time was when I started to kind of compare and wonder if, okay, I wonder if I'm getting it right. Oh, I need to win this. You know, tasty competition to me wasn't even a competition properly until even after I won. Right. It was right, like, right. okay, cool. You know, but like after that, when it was like JCD, you know, you're among people now who are your age group. Right. And like, you know, it's like a whole different thing. But traveling the country with like Fab Five and Unit Vision was just a joy. Mm-hmm. It was just like everything that was there from before, traveling to different places to sing for different churches. Mm-hmm. It felt the same for me because that was just what it was. Okay. I was singing Amazing Grace or I was singing the song that I won. Right. So, you okay. know, it was, it was not, not much to fear or worry about. It was a, I was in an excited kind yeah, of Yeah, you're, you're just having fun, really, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Straight. All right, all right. Okay. All right. And then, and then JCDC was a slightly different experience. JCDC, you know, was like, yo, shit. You get the goal, yes, yeah, you get the trophy, yes, yeah, you get the certificate. What's the next level? So, so, so it was more, it was more of, of, of pleasing people in a, in a sense. It was like, yeah. you know, trying to impress, yeah, yeah. um, for sure. So, okay, for sure. Because trust me, like, when I think back to, to when I think back to Tasty, like, I remember so much about the experiences before Tasty, like going overseas and singing for like really big churches as a little youth. I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. And there was no hesitation and no question as to how to do it and if I could do it, no worries. But as I said, like more knowledge brings more fear sometimes uh-huh. in a very weird kind of way. Oh, so sure. like just the experiences now, it's like you're becoming aware of how to manipulate the stage, mm-hmm. you're learning information about it, you're learning about how to please the audience and, and how to please different audiences. Mm-hmm. So it's like as I, as I look at you learning that is like the, the the question of, of of ability starts to pop up, right? Um, and if we're, if I was capable of doing it, but I'd always win, and I'd always get a you know respect from people. But it's still like the second that that bit of question came in mind, like it's something you have to always just chop it away, mm-hmm. dig up that root and throw it away because if you let it linger there too much, then it will affect. And I've seen it even as a bit much after right. that, like okay. that little bit of question tamper. Mm-hmm. So all right, after that, what what you went to? Were you in Ashley after that, uh, and then Edna? So 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 let me bring it through. So Tasty JCDC stuff. I was a part of a church group called. So it was the name of okay, the group. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, that was rough. Big up everybody. <laughs> so so as yeah, it was, it was six of us, five sometimes six of us. Me okay. and a bridging named Ricky. Ricky was like one of the first guys to teach me how to slur. Okay. From church. Ricky Scott, he used to teach me Tevin Campbell, Brian at night stuff. Uh, but church are gone, but we're outside of you that. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know. Um, so there was that, that group. And then from high school ended, it was, it was Ashe. Okay. It was Ashe and Father Holland and friends at the same time. Right, 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 right. Because right. I, start, I started, I started Ashe as a drummer. And that's where I met you, and I met you as a drummer yeah. in Ashley. Yeah, and you had just, you had just, you had yeah. just come back from Berkeley. You had just returned, yeah. Or a holiday nights or something, yeah. 
right. he had just returned and then that was like that moment too. and father how long was right, right. there at the same time right so yeah that's what happened right after right after high school mm-hmm. okay so all right what what you but you went from from drumming you started drumming and you know of course once I said to have other talents, you know, in actually them just gonna say, yeah, they, but but you can do this. No so. turning back. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no turning so, back. Yeah, gotta do everything. So <laughs> so yep. so, so then so you're a drummer and lead singer. <laughs> yeah, actually. So, so what 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 do you think you learned in that experience? Um, I've, drumming has always been the safest place for me to be. Behind the drum, I, even if I'm even if I'm the better singer to do something, I'm always willing to tell somebody how to do it. Right. while staying behind the drum because it was just a safe space in it. It mm-hmm. still is in a very weird way. Yeah. Um, but there's a confidence, there's a confidence that, that returned working with Ashe that I'm forever grateful for. Um, Father Holland and Friends was a nice space too, but you don't know, it's like, it's more of, don't get me wrong, it was more about the message and you don't mm-hmm. know, the, you know, that part more than likely. The ability to become more of a star yeah, man. It, it wasn't. It wasn't about. It wasn't about the individual, really. I, I remember no, I did. I did a couple of shows with you with Father too. Yeah, you did. So, yeah. so yeah, it's <laughs> really more about about the ensemble and about Father, really. Yeah. Honestly, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. It's about Father and, yeah, so. and the mission. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so like being actually like that 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 schedule, Miss Bellamy, yourself, right. yeah. Michael Holgate, um, Conroy. And just like the, the advice and the and the and the management and leadership from all the persons who were managers and supervisors, I should say, mm-hmm. and like the the core group, the 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 lead ensemble. people, yeah. ensemble. Because yeah. we, I joined there, I joined there as a drummer just for every class. Right. But then in, they were, Michael created a thing called Fast Track. I remember that. Yeah. No, Fast Track was the part. No, that was like yeah, she get the shit. <laughs> like, like yeah. So like being a part of fast track i remember it's a specific summer michael was there kelly was there rosie was there i think you were there too right? yeah man i was there and we had to like we had mm-hmm. to learn so much mm-hmm. like in that time it was it was one of the most thrilling moments in my life as an as a, as a singer right as an right. artist full stop as a performing artist because there was so much that we had to learn and we had to go and represent the ensemble for gigs that were there and yeah. we had to be doing it and learning it. And I, that, was a, that was a point to where it was like, yeah, Chef, all the dancing that you did back in high school, uh, this up Miss McLaughlin, this up, this up Dexter who was teaching dance, this up Miss McLaughlin, this up Mr. Tomlins, Miss Tomlins, now Miss Alins, um, Miss yeah. Alindan from, for, 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 Listens for, for music, drama, and dance. Like you learn that in high school, but here goes now, Chef. You're in Ashley. Mm-hmm. You need to sing, you need to dance, you need to act now. Mm-hmm. And like that was just like a really beautiful reminder from like from like yourself, Michael, um, Holgate, Roslyn and, and Kelly was just a superb time. I think that was a yeah, 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 yeah get yeah. back on, 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 on that true true belly of who you are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so while you were while you were in Ashley, then you went to Edna. Yes. Yeah, so then Ashley Ashley happened. Father was still doing his weekend stuff and trips and stuff. Right. Um, but Ashley was more consistent, and then Edna started right after that. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a year or so after uh, starting. Okay. I started okay. Edna. Right. 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 And you, and you did performance there. Yeah. Edna was what they called clash. Oh right, yes, that, yeah, that's what the Caribbean, the Latin, and jazz, right. and then it turned to PMS. 
Right, and then yeah. <laughs> BMS. That's funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's what the team they said. Top I know, of the yeah, yes, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> but of so, course, it's not yeah, yeah, but no, right. Yeah. But no, it's yeah, no, it's performance. <laughs> Thank God, because you know, yeah. Um, um, but, but um, yeah. But yeah, so that so that too was like a whole different thing, you no, know, like a new space. Kind of structure. It was more a structure. Yeah, and it yeah. was like more focused. So that was a. That was a thing that I was always excited about. Like from high school, um, C sharp. I knew, I heard of C sharp from from being in high school, okay. and like, um, and another band called Center Stage. Oh, okay, the name that is was with yeah. drummer Bobla. Kevin used to play keyboards. Right. Okay. Devil used to play bass. Fetcher. So it's like Center Stage and C sharp were the two bands. Like when I used to come to Edna for. I used to go to Edna for career day as a kid in high school. That right. was the place. That they were the two bands to look out for. Right, right, right. So they'd always encourage me to come. Like Bingy was a drummer for C Sharp before Randy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He used to always cause he knew me as a drummer, of course. You know? <laughs> so it's like he was always like, Come to Edna, come to Edna. Yeah. So that was what brought me there. And that was just a whole And then when yeah. I, I and that's when I started at Edna as well. I started Yeah. And they gave me they gave me you as a student. I was like, Why are you giving me Shavan Kashavan? Oh my god, teach Shavan now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I had gotten, I'd gotten that teacher before, and then I was like, "Yeah, Michael is there. Give thanks, <laughs> go with Michael. Give thanks, give thanks." Yeah, I mean that was a, that was a, and that to me, I think I appreciate. And I, I always say like, I give thanks for all the tutors I had at Edna. Like Mr. Gordon was a major role in me staying there, mm-hmm. like just wanting to the musicals. He was so zen, and yeah. then just my 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 what I'd say my friendship with you based on just knowing you from before right. was important to me. Like from tutors to have to find that common ground with students, mm-hmm. not for it to be any loose ball kind of disrespect in any kind of way but just to to be able to communicate to us as students but to still feel like yeah we're we're, we're there mm-hmm. as responsible people but still we can you know right, we're there right. as student teacher but we still can can relate yeah, man. um so that was like a beautiful thing and then you were focusing on what i wanted to focus on which was pop okay mm-hmm. and like i got i got some some musicals from my first teacher then mr watson was helping a lot with um classical stuff by yeah, the next yeah. time and it's so when I finally got when I finally got you it was it was like awesome here we go now so I can start to get into the things that I was trying to learn from church days as a nine <laughs> okay, ten year okay. old so it was it was it was one of the best things for me vocally to oh, get good. like a tutor like you oh good at good, that good, time good. yeah nice uh I, so by the time you you finished Edna yeah um, because you you know there are all these students and that, that's how Edna is you know there's all these people who are playing for people already they're, mm-hmm. they're touring while they're in school and they're, mm-hmm. they're writing for people and and it's even more so now but I mean but definitely at that time too it was a it was a, a big deal there are lots of of your fellow you know yeah. fellow students who are who are writing for people and who are yeah. singing for people or playing for people and touring with people and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we were doing we were doing a lot of that from like doing harmonies for Taros. Right. Um and then I was a part of a group called Further Notice, a band called Further Notice first. That's with Unga and Welsh and Kat mm-hmm. and Riff. Right. And that was just for a while. And then closer to finishing Edna, we um everybody kinda just started to focus on just different things in life. Um, but we were still close. I knew okay. that we wanted to transition from being a band to something, mm-hmm. not knowing that it would have just been a production team eventually. Mm-hmm. And C-Sharp, Mark Bradford had, start, had zoned into doing gospel 
at that time. Right, right. And C-Sharp needed a singer to go on tour. Mm-hmm. So C-Sharp was like, yo, you know, you're the next person in mind, would you? And that was like August, and I had to learn C-Sharp material, Tony Rebel material, Queen Africa material, <laughs> Warrior King material, I think Turbulence also, to go on tour. Yeah, but you used to them things. By, it was by, not, the, by the October, by the that was not big deal for you. Okay, you said it that with that shit. Yeah, but the thing is like, it's like give thanks for fast track, right? Yeah, let's go, Chev. You know, yeah. quick says like that was something that was like, all right, Chev, let's go. And then that was a beautiful experience after it. Too. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Okay, um, but the thing is now because it, it it seems like you know even with those those groups. The, the you know further notice was was kind of still finding kind of finding who they were whether they were mm-hmm. artists whether they are and and I think they probably still are you know because there's still a, a couple of artists where they kind of are, are be you know we're doing this but you know yeah. um yeah. C sharp yeah, as well much better now than before yeah yeah they're, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. they're getting the focus and you know as far as I'm concerned that's part of the journey you know, you, you, yeah, you're not, you're not in this to, to reach the end because you reach the end, you're dead. No. So, I mean, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, you want to keep growing, you want to keep changing, exactly. Yeah, man. So, and the same thing with C Sharp because C Sharp, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, and that's one of my favorite bands, you know. So, but but again, it's again, it's a, it's a focus. Is this what we want to do? Are we going to be a band and this is our, our life, or am I going to be playing for a few different artists and this person playing for f- some artists? Am I going to have mm-hmm. kids? Am I going to have, you know, which is really what <laughs> with C Sharp. So, no, it is, it is, yeah. It is know? a, it is a, I mean, <laughs> as the youngest in the band, C Sharp, and I mean, of course, like we come from different backgrounds. So you're mm-hmm. always gonna have that. You we always found a dynamics kind of, you know. Something we have always a chance to correct and mm-hmm. you know make it work for us. All. And we've had our we have we've had our fights and things. Right. And then we just refocus on what the bigger picture was. Um, but that too is something where I I I always say like going to an institution and meeting like people who've been out there on the road and having them share those experiences with us in plain and powerful ways, it will prevent a lot. Right. I think, you know, like, I think like just a plain but powerful perspective of the experience out there and doing stuff. You sharing with me, I wanted to do musicals. I wanted to do Lion King and stuff. And you sharing stuff with me about Holiday and Ice mm. was very important for me as one of your students. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know if that's something that, a, a lot of the tutors do I don't know if the curriculum allows it right. but like those things are very important for people who want to go out and do performance because mm. somebody's going to be the lead singer somebody's going to be the percussionist somebody's going to be the harmony singer somebody you know, so, so playing our roles in a very strong way but effective for the bigger picture is something that working with a group if you don't have that understanding ooh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it becomes super chaotic and, and is that I mean I realize that thing with with Jam, and it could be a lot of all people, but but you know I can yeah. speak from my perspective with Jamaicans, yeah. especially Jamaican creative people, because we can do so many different things. So and you know and we we're just talking about that yesterday too. I think when we, when we spoke, mm-hmm. you know sometimes you're you're the master at a particular thing, but you can do six six seven ten other different things. Um, yes. and you, might, you might not be a master, but you don't want to do it the same way. And mm-hmm. and and the master might be there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you and, yes. and you and you're doing this in a in a fifty percent way when you could have 
Really, just, just saying. It. Yeah. You you are the one who you should do this. You you yeah. play bass. You play bass. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can kind of play it, but you play it. This is your yeah. thing. Play it now. Yeah. So let, let me do what I do. You know? And that happens because it's, it happens so often, and it's like, why? When we can catch ourselves to make sure that we are looking again on the bigger picture and not just on like a glorified right. individual man, it's like real. I say, yeah. But in our honesty, it's really your idea. Express it to me the way that you're hearing it. Okay, but if you want me involved, just know that I'm going to have to interpret it for myself too. Right, right, but right. if it's not something that I need to be involved in, I like your idea. Let's go with it. Exactly. Let's do what I need Let to do. Let me just support, support you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So it's like, you know, it's, it's about allowing that kind of conversation to be okay with that conversation too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because, of course, a space like Edna, you have a whole heap of people grouping up, clicking up, crewing up, banding up, bonding, yeah. and you're going to get them groups. But how do we nurture the culture? Because the culture of bands and groups, it's there. It's yeah. there in us from 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 before scatterlights. You get right, me? Like right, right. it's there. So like, how do we find that conversation of yo? We can work together and make this happen. Mm-hmm. But just know that this and this and this and this might happen. But focus again on the bigger picture and allow yourself to not let ego be the thing that's driving you so much so that you forget that you're working with people. You know? Right. right, right yeah. Right. Um. But I find, I, I agree with you, Michael. I think C Sharp to me is one of the best groups I've ever experienced. Um, and not just being on stage with C Sharp, but like truly, like as a fan of C Sharp from Mark Bradford time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like incredible. Like I've never in my lifetime seen anything as magical as that group, mm-hmm. straight up. And I, I say that without um, me joining the gram was joining the band was a whole new experience. Like you know, stepping right. out of fan mode now and working, mm-hmm. but like just before even joining the group, it was like yo. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I still listen yes, to you. So I, listen, I still listen to your interpretation. I mean, when when you asked me to write that family man thing, oh, and, yes. then, and then when I heard it, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yep. Am I yeah, on this? Yeah, family man to, the, to date, like. Family Man is one of the one of the one of the truest representations of like what I grew up listening to between Queen, Billy Joel, um, and a mix of so much, even Peter Tash in it to like yeah, yeah. the thing, the, the songs and it's the artists that I grew up on, like with the storytelling of Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. got that all for myself. This is just what me get from it. Okay, good. Myself just it connected to me on so many levels mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. of when I grew up. I listened to that it was just it was just like John was tired. Really, me I gotta sing this. All right, let me <laughs> sing it. All right, cool. And we rehearsed it so many times. I we try to get it and just like trust me, Mike. You wrote one of the yeah, you're right. I wrote yeah. it. Thank you, man. But it's funny <laughs> that you mentioned all those influences because I mean it's the same. Those are some of the same influences I have. So I guess they yeah. came they came through came somehow. Up. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, and it's a it's a thing where time again timing into sometimes we 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 check timing based on clock and thing and like divine timing is happening in such a powerful way too. Mm-hmm. Whereas like why is it that are we gonna know you at that point? Why is it that I'm the lead singer at that point? True. Like all yeah. those things really line up for that time. If you had the song long before, it's really just for that motion you write it. Mm-hmm. It's like how how is it that it happened all that time? Divine time. Right, right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And it was just I think people love that song in an incredible way. And I've always said like a visual for that song is something that I think I'd really I just can't wait for it to get into a video. In a movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, it's a clear, 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 like soundtrack to yeah, straight yeah. up, like beyond, like really nice and thing, yeah, man. 
but like movie, one of them classic Jamaican movies representing our culture. But here yeah. goes a sound that represents yeah. it too, in the fullness, the rock and the reggae, just a fusion. Mm. Trust me, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, wait, that invitation wait. album was a. Yeah, that uh, from start to finish. <laughs> that yeah, that invitation I album. Know. Really. Yeah, yeah. A blessing. That's- I wore that one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, man, man, that album that's like, yeah, I don't listen to it like it's me singing. Yeah, yeah. To this day, like, I still just listen to it. I just listen to it like, wow, you know? Like mm-hmm. a super, super mm-hmm. project. Super project. Yeah, but, but it's all the different talents that came together. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, C sharp. Yeah, Yaka, Yaka is a genius, Waya is a genius, Monty is a genius, and everyone is a G, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you can't go on it. Yeah. And then, you know, like I, I just allowed myself to just be as, as, as cool as I could be with, um, there's a vision, there's a vision for C sharp different from the vision that I had of me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So there's a lot of times I had to just not, not necessarily out my flame. For the sake of the bigger picture, but allow myself to allow the journey mm-hmm. to be something that I was okay with, just going with and growing with it too. It's a good thing you mentioned that. Let's talk about holiday because <laughs> when holiday came out, nobody yeah. never knows it was you. And part of the yeah. reason, because we, we, we talk, part yeah. of the reason was that you didn't want it to, you didn't want it to be confused with because you were with C sharp. Yeah. You, you didn't want a distraction from the fact that you were yeah. with C sharp. And yeah. in my head, I was like, you know, it can only help C sharp, but you you never really see it that way. <laughs> at, the, yeah, at the time, and you know, and that's the thing to like, as I said to you, like the conversations that can happen from people who've been there, mm-hmm. and you know, and when I say like people who've been out there in the recording world, in the band world, seeing like, yeah, Chev, it's not that issue. People saying that to me, mm-hmm. so many of you were saying, yeah, Chev, it's gonna help the band, but in myself, I'm like. I don't want the glory, no, mm-hmm. because I'm not representing Chevron like that anymore. It's almost like instead of me allowing myself to be myself, no matter who, no matter who I'm I'm working with, right? No matter who I'm working with, my my thought in mind was like the second I allow myself to say my own name, mm-hmm. that it would affect everything I'm a part of. Not knowing that is really just a healthy guy, healthy just the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. So doing that song, I was like, yo, notice, let it be C sharp, feature and ding dong. Let it be ding dong, feature and C sharp. Because that's 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 the name I go by now okay. in representing the band, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was still doing stuff, I was still signing my name on Chevron, but I didn't release it to Chevron, but in my <laughs> mind, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a, I guess it's the commitment and allowing yourself to feel as though, yo, this is the way and the only way. So mm-hmm. when by the time by the time holiday came out, they couldn't put my name on the track because I had not given them my yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first release of the song, two thousand nine, um, June or May, May June, it um it went out as holiday ding dong. Right. Produced by notice. Now as much as I got part of production and a part of you know writing and thing, it you know it was just there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without my name beside it and then there was a re-release by August right and they had placed my name on it by then okay you know that was me that was after me hearing from everybody but not talking to C Sharp okay and between the re- between the creation and the release uh, the second release I had already spoken to C Sharp they were super cool with it and we had mm-hmm. done it on a couple of shows together at C Sharp right. on tour mm-hmm. and thing. 
So there was an ease. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. You know, but of course, there's a whole heap that people might just feel like it's a big loss in the same right. way. Right. Right. But you know. Yeah. Nothing is ever lost in the universe. So, oh, um, no. never, never. <laughs> <laughs> to say that to, to Gear Joseph. So, Beanie Man sends, send, Beanie Man sends me a video uh, a few days before the major clash oh, happened. I, oh, okay. Yes. He sent me a video before the clash. Uh-huh. So, he sent me a video and he's like, he's looking in the camera for like a two seconds and he goes, all the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, is, is that you post it. this morning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that was just a, it's like, you know, thinking about it's like, yo, it's bigger. I always say music is bigger than us, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's bigger than the names that we could bear and the faces that we carry on. Like it's just, it's beyond us and our whole spiritual level too. And it's timeless for that reason. So like, I might not, I might not live, live to see in this flesh at Siobhan certain thing, the magic that most of my music will ever do. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful part of it, that it lives without, without end. You know, right, right, like the, right. the work we put in and the music that we share. You know, because we have Wally, but we're not sure yet. But True. as soon mm-hmm. as we share them, like it, it give it that 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 life. It mm-hmm. bears its own life. It have its own life now without you even saying nothing about it. And like that to me is a good reminder of this holiday, like mm-hmm. the impact holiday. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So holiday. I mean, I know that notice was doing their stuff, but that was kind of like their big, kind of big stepping stone, wasn't it? Or was there yeah, else? it was a, it was it was a, it was a, it was the biggest thing that we did. The right. biggest things we were a part of, like right. production, like that was it. Like stuff, stuff we had stuff released stuff before that, um, but like yeah, 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 uh, that was it. Like my role in notice was like the, the vocal right. certified person. So like okay. anything that's going on, anything I have to approve it. Okay, you okay. know, I like, cool. So yeah, all right, this artist needs for voice. Okay, she have listened to it and tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Are cool. All right, be in the studio, voicing the artist. So we're doing harmonies, we're creating stuff, arranging stuff together. Right. So that kind of stuff, you know, that mm-hmm. was my role. At the time. Okay. Super important. Get some backlash in three too. Got really? some artists because you know, like you know, it goes like if an artist know, artists artists had a certain experience. Some artists used to, you know. But it happens and it, it teaches us to kind of understand that there's a part of it too. Different from the strict schooling where we get and the rules and things, there's another part too where... The people they, skills. People <laughs> skills, yeah. And, they, and then they know too how to serve the audience that they're serving right. way more than we do. So it's like the ever flow where we just give and take right. and just know. So yeah, it eventually turned out to be a whole heap of beautiful stuff that we released, reading dancehall and reggae stuff. Mm-hmm. And writing for different people came after that too. Who are some of the people you wrote, you've written for? Um, Jacure wrote some stuff. Which ones? Um, like, how many? How many? Um, what, which one? Know, a few. I'll tell you the ones that maybe the world would know. Mm-hmm. You'll Never Find, that was okay. myself, Makian and Sherita. Okay. Um, Midst of the Fire was myself, Makian and Sherita. Um, Freedom as partly a part of that. Um, um, there's a song called You Don't Understand Much mm-hmm. About Love. Me and Craig from Voice Me, we wrote that okay. song. Okay, mm-hmm. um, well, with Cure, let's say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else? Who else you wrote for? Um, right, some people I try to remember. R, 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 she goes by R, you know. I wrote some songs for her okay. as well. Um, younger, younger artists for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but my circle is very important to me. So I've allowed myself to feed 
the people who are in my circle a lot between Maki and Sharita. Um, me and you, we've written our own lot between yeah. Mikey. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some stuff's not released. <laughs> but um, Heavyweight Rock has noticed that it's written stuff yeah. with Jesse Raya and written stuff. Nice. Um, you know, a, a, a lot. I think I think that busy signal. I think there are times when yeah, I've written with conscience when I was apart as when I was, when I was around as team coalition around subconscious music. I did a lot of writing. Okay. Javada is one of those artists as well that I've written a lot. So, mm. But again, a circle. Like you know, like there's a there's a point I realized something in music where you be in a studio, giving a major, major, major important line for the song, but don't call yourself a songwriter. <laughs> Right, right. Because <laughs> you have a thing vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then after a while, you'll be like, you're singing a song on the radio. You realize it's blown. But that's my line. <laughs> and I say, hold on. I know that song. I know that song. But because it's so often that you just don't even keep in count. Mm-hmm. So like, that's something to like, big up, big up Lionel Moore who kind of really introduced me to like the harmony world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like within reggae and things. Like he brought me a couple places. And like, okay. Say, oh, you know, so... I always remember just like him sharing some things with me and he's been working for me. He worked on stage with D Brown, like right, yeah, him, yeah. him having, you know. But it's just it 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 come with a holy it come with a holy pop knowledge where you have to have so that you protect yourself mm-hmm. business wise. Right, 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 um, right. And you you can benefit more from it from that. So moment. so how how do you protect yourself business wise now um working with other writers and artists and so forth. How, how do you approach it? Because sometimes people are afraid to to to, to seem <laughs> for want of a better word, the fast you know, you're, you're mm-hmm. come in and say, like, yeah, my, let's talk business and it's like, who are you? You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and we and we've, we've spoken about this, I spoke about this with like Dwayne Morris and a couple of other people. Oh yeah. You know, so people how, are afraid of the conversation. Yeah. And I think they think it's going to affect the vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like channel keep singing or kill the vibes. Mm-hmm. Um I think every I think every situation you can handle it differently. There's some people who you're, you know that you know that hey, give me a second outside. Mm-hmm. And you go outside and you say, All right, so we don't want to obstruct. I don't want to obstruct what we're about to create, but I want us to be very clear as to how we're going to manage whatever we create. Mm-hmm. And that conversation has to happen there. Whether it be an email before you leave your house mm-hmm. or it means showing up and being like, Hey, I have an idea. And if you take this idea, I know your voice is louder than mine. So if you take this idea, we work out you getting a percentage of, you know, this for the sake of knowing that, yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing a you're doing a great deal in sharing this. You know, but you know it got signed artists, you have to approach it different from an unsigned artist. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna write stuff for them. Um, but leaving it up to the hand of conscience. And when I say conscience, I don't mean the artist, I mean just <laughs> one's mind. Yeah. One's yeah, yeah. mind and their 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 logic. Mm-hmm. You never, you probably might never get anything from because right. lots of artists forget you once once you've done the work in the studio and thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of them, not a lot of them, not learn. Mm-hmm. And it's understood they're focusing on their themselves. <laughs> um, so, what is your experience? Because again, I've had this conversation with other people with in terms of of what you're protecting in, in the Jamaican sphere. Because, like for me, I, I keep saying it. What, what I you know, went to school and learned that what I learned is that when you when you write a song, what you're copywriting is the melody and the words. Right? So mm-hmm. your so your chord progression is not is not copywritten. Um when you you when you produce a song, yes sure that the recording is a different thing. 
But yeah. as a songwriter, you are, you know, a song and is, is melody and melody lyrics. And, lyric. and mm-hmm. is it different in, in the Jamaican context or? Yeah, because what happened is when a man send you a rhythm. Right. He can say his rhythm inspired your melody and lyrics, so he deserves a percentage. Okay. And usually what's that? Is that 50-50 or is it less than 50 for the rhythm and? It's like, I just, I just keep it at what it is for myself, what I've created. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you need a present you know, my 50, then we talk. But like, no, so, you know, so what I'm saying, if you're going to copyright the song, then for somebody who sent you a rhythm, uh, is it is it going to now really become 25 25 for, for melody and lyrics, which is yours, and 50 Not in all cases. Some okay. cases, some producers will be like, yo, I need a percentage out of what you're going to write. Okay, okay. And then some producers are like, no, I already have the music, I'm good. Write your music and send it to me. You keep yours and share it whichever way, you know. So every okay. as, again, I say there are many producers who, 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 who want to see songwriters um, right, right. benefit and flourish. I mean, there are okay. some who feel like they're not going to share. Okay, so, so so the ones who say no, you you keep the songwriting thing. They're really talking about they're gonna keep the publishing. I mean, the um, yeah, so the, the, the recording, the the, the mechanical. yeah, them on the master. Right. Okay. Okay. But in the same way, if if I bring a song that I wrote. Mm-hmm without influence from a track right. and we create that together now we're talking about sharing that master right right right, right. You get me but like if, if it's okay. a case where there's a track already mm-hmm. now we're right i'm sorry cool and yeah i'll figure out that part and then there might be the times when when you just kind of have to comp- compromise because maybe you write this song and the mm-hmm. artist is a huge artist and yeah they want, and they want a percentage of your song yeah and they want it and you, and you say cool yes, I, right, i've yeah, done fine. that with producers too i've done that with producers and artists some of these artists don't have a word to give right right you know what i mean which is fine like that's not their calling at that time yeah, not, not everybody not everybody's a songwriter no I mean, and, and and they should they should recognize i have to say it quite clearly some <laughs> people should recognize you are not a songwriter stop trying to write songs because they suck so and it's, let and it's, other people write your songs and it's so like boy yeah, it's a, I don't think in Jamaica, though, the culture of, of taking care of songwriters is something that we're getting into now. Right. But one time, it wasn't it wasn't something that was very important. And because of that, I think we're still every now and again, what yeah. a better word, battling with right. how, to, how to deal with because that. Even, because even with, like, I, I took a music business class, you know, when, when I was at Berkeley. And um, one of the things that they said is that even if you're forming a band, you know, from the, the day you formed the band, have even a one-page agreement saying, you know, this is this is what you were responsible for, and me, I'm responsible for this, and this is percentage I get, percentage you get, and, and then you just go ahead about the business of doing your, your music Everything. and your art, yeah. right? And yeah. then, when something come up, then you refer to this document because you made an agreement, Sorry. you know? Yeah. So, so it's not but, something that's, that's that, going to... Yeah, go ahead. But that conversation, that first conversation, Mikey, may I tell you, it not happen most times. Yeah. It not most times. It's really just about... The focus, the focus, I have seen it with a couple of bands that I've worked with or mentored. Mm-hmm. And you find that they want to build on what they've been practicing. They want to write new songs, they want to go out, they want to bust. And that's fine. But you cannot, but nothing wrong with it, but you cannot drive the bus unless you have gas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so, 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 nothing wrong, get to the bus. Mm-hmm. But figure out gas, figure, figure out everything else that makes the bus move. Yeah, even, even, even there's a conversation of yeah. If we if we do a gig or we we, we do a song that makes some money, um, you know who's getting paid what and 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 the band as a whole needs to needs to get some money as well. So it's not just about paying individual people so they can buy food, 
but the band needs needs money to let this gas in the bus. Mm-hmm. So, you, so, so so it's like it, so you have to think it, it's not just you know shared up between the, the members, but a percentage of what every every member has needs to go to the band. Band, yes, yeah, so that you the know? band can be taken care of. Yeah, right. and that again, I say, why, Mikey, I swear to you, a lot, a lot of conversation, even even with people who never got through Edna, people who went to college with me, I realized that that conversation wasn't something that most, 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 most had. Mm-hmm. That conversation was not had. But you look at some, look at look at a band like Fab Five, Frankie, mm-hmm. Frankie, Frankie, take care of those people, you know. I mean, yeah, and the, 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 the insurance and the dental and the, the dental and the whatever. Everybody is well taken care of. And you look at all of them; they're still and they're still going. And, and you realize <laughs> maybe then that here goes, guys. That's the secret. You get me? As simple as that. You can as, as what? Yeah. As simple as that. Making and, sure that it, it whatever we are doing is taken care. Mm-hmm. Not just about for the next project, right? But it's taking care of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's something that, yeah. You can that's criticize them as much as you want, but anything you want. That's an example been. to follow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, but I, I, what I don't know though, like I remember being, that's so crazy. Like I think my experience with Frankie and Grub them like from Tasty Time. Yeah. That's my introduction to them. Then mm-hmm. by the time they, and I said, this, by the time they got to do like visits at Edna where they were talking about stuff, I never come. Okay. I never came to those sessions where they were talking about. Why not? Um, I don't know, and I, that, that's it's like a while ago. I realized I'm like I've seen them come to Edna so much, but I've had so many conversations with them, like one away when I go check them or whatever. Okay. It's like I never bother. But then there are a lot. There's a lot that would have come up in them sessions that I would have just missed. Right, you get right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, things like that too. Things like that too. So give thanks for them for sharing. To I know they've been. They've mm-hmm. been to Edna a lot and they've mm-hmm. shared a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, from Desi, yeah, Sly has been there a couple of times too. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. give thanks for that too. Definitely. I, I, yeah, I loved, I loved to, and I said it, I think I said it to Yaka once we were talking. I was like, yo, I'd love for us to go to Edna one day and really just not no sit down upon the bridge and talk to you, mm-hmm. but make it official, like, go through and like talk to them. Yeah. Like in yeah. a plain way, whether mm. or not, whether or not, whether or not the band is like functioning or not, I think it's just something super really good to do. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to do it if our spirit leads. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go. yeah. I mean, and the thing is that there's, you guys have, have many different experiences that, that are worthwhile yeah. sharing. Uh, yeah. Whether it be, the, be, it, be it experiences together as a band or individually. Individually, so yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all worthwhile. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. So, what are some of the some of the the, 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 the things that happened so far in yes. in the in your experience, your journey in the business that you go, no, this is not for me. Um, no, I'm not this again. And you, <laughs> you change course, kind of thing. <laughs> so, and I don't mean to sound no way. Like I love, I love everything about my Jamaican culture musically, mm-hmm. but I know that for me. Now, I know this now, that it matters not the genre that I'm singing. Mm-hmm. The consistent part is the me. Okay. Like my expression mm-hmm. and what I call soul with an right. X. Right. I've realized that, like, I remember cutting my hair, about four, my hair about four years ago. 
there's a lot that I realized in that time. I was like, okay, cool. Yes, chef. Yeah, the locks already grow the first time, even though it's as tall as your belt. Like, okay, chef. Yeah, remove it. Like, great. If you're going great, great the way that you truly want to grow it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not just the way that was easiest in, in, in 2010 or whatever, you know? So it's like as simple as that, just how we're, what, how we, what we, how I look. Um, you know, just colors, everything mm-hmm. about as an artist. I've seen myself go to the dance and wait for a DJ to play, play my music. And it's not a bad thing. It's do's, as they mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure that it's not something that I'd want to put myself in the position to to depend on totally. But you think, you think I mean, we call it dues, but you think everybody will pay the same kind of dues? You know? That's the thing. But it's almost as if, oftentimes when you hear people speak about Jamaican culture, it's almost like there's only one way to go about it. And I swear to you, it's not. Mm-hmm. But whoever is listening, it is not. Right. It's not one way. There's no one way to do it. Like, take advice, you know, listen to the counsel and everything, but mm-hmm. still find that, what, find that which connects with you most. I mean, and especially now, I mean, in, in this time. Yeah, man, you, know, you have it, so much control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what else? What else? Give me, give me more. There's, um, I know there's more. <laughs> so, there's, 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 a, there's a, growing up in church, there's like a fear of what can be said on, on a track. Okay. Um, and what you shouldn't say. And not just me knowing my life when I choose, you know, I choose my words carefully. Not just that point, but just topics, you know, whether it be about how upset or, or bothered you are by something, using a certain word that's seen as profanity, like those things. Like, I've comfortably expressed myself with those mm-hmm. in tracks because I had to grow out of the limitation of Chevy, you're not allowed to. Right. You cannot. But as an artist, you cannot even, I, I remember being bashed by people in you know, my listening audience by Jano Chev can't believe you did that but I'm an artist mm-hmm. I'm allowed to share my story and then mm-hmm. I oftentimes hear like other artists rap artists and dancer artists have to be defending their life story you know but man I say them live it express mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. I mean if you want somebody to bring a resolve you know make mm-hmm. somebody else know say yeah even though they, they're going through what you've been through it don't mean to them need to go do it again Right, and right. can learn from you too, and choose for you know, choose another part or choose another way of going about it. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I learned to just the freedom, freedom of expressing my my story myself. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing also is I I realized that there were some genres of music that I was told that I had to do, like what? Or I had to say it a certain way, like dance or reggae, that I had to. Yo, Jano Chevy, sounds so good when I do it. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to not? You know, do more of it. And as I say, I don't have nothing against it. Like I love my culture, mm-hmm. but it don't matter the genre for me. Right. And if you leave me be, every song going to be a fusion of a few of these genres that mm-hmm. have inspired me. So if a man say, Jano singer, you need to sing some more roots thing. Or Jano singer, you need to sing some more dancer thing. Mm-hmm. It's unfair to an artist trying to express themselves as right. themselves. You know right. what I mean? Like I love artists to be. Yeah. You know, but well, you know that always bother me. So that's that always. I, I, I mean, because that, that's what I'm told all the time. But but for me, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you could sing. You you could be singing an aria. If you're singing, it's, you're going to be Jamaican. Cause you're Jamaican, so you're going to yeah. be just as you're going to be as Jamaican as it needs to be. Uh, so you know, anything you want to do, you you're going to bring whether you try or not. You're going to bring out your 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 Jamaicanness in it. 
right? Yep. So and that's it, going to always. The people are going to get it. People are going to yeah. get you. Because, right. yeah, it, I don't think it can be hidden. We cannot be hidden, Mike. Mm-hmm. Jamaican people, we can't. <laughs> Something about, it's like there's a piece of us that's going to always come out at least once in a song. Right, right, right. Whether right. it's perfect English is singing and there's something that, how we pronounce this word, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, but this person don't sound like they're from England. Right. This is a Jamaican person. And it's fine. It's good. We it's want perfect, you to yeah. know that no, we're Jamaican. Wrong with that, yeah. But, but allow us to really just fully express ourselves the way that we mm-hmm. are seeing ourselves, you know? Right. And that was part of the reason why, why we came up with that Gungo Walk thing, you know, which oh, yeah. you know, I still Gungo want to do walk. again. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Gungo yeah. Walk. Yeah, Gungo Walk. I mean, Armchair Revolution was a thing for me that right. like, yo, general, but like, Gungo Walk when Gungo Walk came out because Gungo Walk was after Armchair after yeah I think I did like two Armchair and then we did Gungo Walk and then Gungo Walk and then Armchair was a part of the Gungo Walk yeah and then Gungo Walk was a super thing the last time I was on stage for Gungo Walk I think was when I did like a set with Unga them was there and thing right 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 but I don't remember. I, did, I performed a few times. Yes, I did yeah, thanks for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Gungwak was a, was a, yeah, man. And that was just so important to for like the younger artists and the singers like mm-hmm. around. It was just a space for us to be like, yeah, just yeah. come sing your stuff. Mijan was doing her set, right. and like you know, just it was just it's this them thing they're important, like them mm-hmm. thing important mm-hmm. for the space to be there, and not just the space to be there, for the space to be for a reminder of the space to be there, right? Because <laughs> right, it's right. there. But mm-hmm. like sometimes people just don't even realize, say, yo, yeah, man, come. Mm-hmm. Put your, send me your name first so we can set things up. But mm-hmm. the space is there, you know? Right, right, space right. Is there. We're making it, we're making it more of a space now. Mm-hmm. For, for, for yeah, that. I, that. I feel like a lot of people well. just never understand. Though, I mean, some even some of the artists didn't understand the, mm-hmm. the, the, the intention and the concept, you know? Because they wasn't getting to it. No, it's turn up. So, 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 yeah, 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 and that too was some. It's something that I think affects. I tell you, Mike, is that is that is a thing like I understand that the artist has to be taken care of, mm-hmm. and we have to allow ourselves to remember business. But oftentimes, we remember business out of frustration mm-hmm. and not mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And then we come across a certain way when we could have just easy and find a mindful way of mm-hmm. approaching business. Mm-hmm. We do it out of frustration. Yo, look how long man there. Yeah. But now you say you're willing to do what you need to do to make yeah. sure your voice get heard. So mm-hmm. what go on? Is that schizophrenic thing? No, it's not. All right, calm down <laughs> and just know say, okay, this show name investment. Mm-hmm. The next thing they name sacrifice, the next thing they name pay off. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? But it's is 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 that thing? Because <laughs> you yeah. know everybody's trying to yeah, trying yeah. to prove how, how great they are sometimes. That yeah, I mean, I, I, some, of, some of the people came through and have them, you know, 20 man entourage. Like, and want all 20 to be taken care of. Everybody. And hey, hey, it's not a festival that's like big yeah. out there. So, where you want yeah. to be? You want exactly. that? Is, is, is that, is that, I was talking to a sister of mine the other day and she wanted to be on a show. And I, and I said to her, I said, so how many songs you have? I just released one. And I say, okay. If you want to be on a show and they say they can't, you can't bring your own band. Why would you bring your own band to go on the stage, sing one of your originals and a few covers mm-hmm. when you could take a band change 
go up there with your guitars mm-hmm. and sing your one song when nobody would expect you to sing. Right. Isn't it like you're young to the system, get yourself on as many stages as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I tell you this, Mike, a couple years ago, I wasn't getting no bookings and I sent Team Coalition at the time, we sent out a, we sent out a, um, a text message blast to one of the phone companies. And a particular producer that I had worked with, he sent a reply to some people. Like he screenshot it and like sent it somewhere, put it somewhere online. Mm-hmm. Like some jeer to what we were doing. Like if wow. I did come to. Mm-hmm. And like when I got a call in the morning, I was like, okay. I felt a little awake and I said, man, this person good. Why would this person laugh at the fact that my team is blasting out? Saying, hey guys, if you want your favorite singer on, a sh- on a Christmas, whatever, call us here, email us here. And it was just weird to me. And I remember I had an idea of near you Mondays from a while before that. Right. But that was like, Chev, start near you Mondays. Wherever, whenever, phone, laptop, who? Nikki Kane. Okay, Nikki, please. She was excited about it. Mm-hmm. We started it. And like them platform, the, the Wallip, that, that platform, the Wallip for me. Mm-hmm. Just knowing, say, yo, you book yourself every week, you're going to do that. That's a part of like, Making your thing yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Making your thing work. And then if you get called for a show, then you deal with things are calling. But the show is still a part of you saying yes to a show where a promoter call you is the same as you saying yes to your own show. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. gonna benefit you. How you want to demand from yourself or demand from these promoters is another thing. But don't make it be a case where you cut off your nose and a spite to spite your face. Mm-hmm. You can't smell through your mouth? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a message, it makes sense. It's, it's just it it takes it, as again, again, I say, sometimes the business jump up in our minds mm-hmm. because it's not something that we were spoken. A lot of people I know the, the business part, we don't talk about it enough for us to be comfortable among each other, mm-hmm. each other talking about business. So it's almost like whenever business pop up, is either by frustration rather than mindfulness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What about all these songs now that, that you've heard? Some of them have been written, but a lot of them that you have, that you put on. Some of them that are not reggae, they're not... I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I've been waiting for years for some of those. Songs. Ten, ten, oh. have I lost it all? Oh, you remember that? that? Yeah, that's... I think I write very weird stuff. Like, I remember writing a song for Omari's album, mm-hmm. Gospel Artist brother of mine Omari and I was there me him and Craig we were standing up outside Grafton Studios and I'm just there freestyling an idea that I had in mind and all I was saying I remember listening back to the voice note and all I was saying in the voice note was yeah but no 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 every time I literally write four lines freestyle mm-hmm. when we done sing it I said yeah but no 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 if I have direction <laughs> And Craig was just there with his phone. I didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. Craig was just there with his phone recording. I was like, eh, you don't know? Okay. <laughs> so what, else, what, what other idea come to you? And I remember writing a very weird song. There's a sky, and all the clouds. 
and that was the chorus. Chorus was just it, the instrumental, and that was it. And it was like for me at that time, I remember capturing. We captured that session at Tough Ground, as it was. It was just a, we were doing something that we never heard on the radio. Mm-hmm. But you call it, it a weird it, song, it does sound weird to me. I mean, no, it just fixate yeah, does sound weird to me. So, <laughs> but yeah, the song is the song is the call by Omari. It's on Omari's okay album. The name of it is the call. Let's mm-hmm. check it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Well, I, don't, I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the songs. Yeah. When when what do you have a plan or are you, you still just waiting to 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 to, to get plan, a, a, a urge to to the, release this? The plan is the plan is to put them one by one out there. Okay. You know, just to share them, finish them, mm-hmm. finishing them and sharing them. Okay. Because I think I think that's 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 something that as I was saying it to Unga that boy, to the amount of songs that we get, sometimes we have it finished, but we're waiting for something else to come, mm-hmm. and then by the time we revisit it, we want to change it again. So it's like mm-hmm. it's never gonna end. The changes are never gonna end unless we allow ourselves at some point to just release some, release mm-hmm. it, let it mm-hmm. go, stop holding on to it and trying to figure out a way to perfect it. Let it go. Quiet Giants is one of those songs where we've had it for too long. Let's go. I have about three more lined up to to for this year. We will had a few of them lined up from January, but with everything kind of shifting, we kind of just taking our time okay. after Quiet Giants to release those. But okay. our project is in mind for sure. Our project is in mind. Okay. okay. Yeah, after that, and then some of those songs I really want to give to people who are working on projects now. Mm. Um, sometimes I'm not so sure if I want to approach people outside of my circle, but if people are listening and they want songs, and you know, mm-hmm. I got them have them think together properly. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to it. Okay. I'm, I've always been excited about that. I can't sing all the songs when I get vessels. Like some right. song come true, and I'm here for singing. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know so. I'm okay with like that too. Like, whether some of us going to get one song, some of us going to get five. Mm-hmm. Don't treat the fives like you know, respect mm-hmm. them. <laughs> respect each other, my mixture. Yeah. So you're not trying to stifle them either, you know. True, true, true. So that's that's where I'm now with all the, the weird stuff that I have, man. Good. So calling them weird. <laughs> all right. So so as we as we wrap up, what what like instead of going, what's next? What would you like to be next? Um. I'm looking forward to Quiet Giants touching a million views on YouTube. Okay. I'm looking for that 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 record to go platinum. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm really looking forward to the borders being open and mm-hmm. and traveling and singing that and and not just me going but like so many other people around the world coming to sing with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I find I find Jamaica to be so magical, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's incredible. And I think there's not. It's, you can't get enough of us as people with a certain kind of energy. And I don't mean Jamaicans living in Jamaica, but I mean like just the essence of us right. and all that we've inspired in the world too. Like I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and the effect that we've had on different cultures. Yeah. You know, um, and I think. I'm excited about that coming, happening, even more than before. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Alright. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Chef. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk with this other nice combo. <laughs> yeah, this is a rich, a rich reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Give thanks. Uh, cool, bro. Give yeah, thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.